Ryan Powell of Iron Far here with Dakota Jones before the 2022 Hard Rock 100. How are you, Dakota? I'm doing really well, Brian. Thanks. You've been up here in Silverton for a while now. Yes, I got here on June 1st, and it's been amazing. I love it here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty nice time training. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really good. Um, for, I mean, bad ecological reasons, you know, there was no snow. But it actually was super convenient for training. So I showed up on June 1st and you could run up the high al mm -hmm. alpine and there was like, I mean, all the trails were open. So uh, my training has been really good for that. Um, you know, I like this is the fourth start of Hard Rock for me. Yeah. And every time I've done it, I basically spent the summer up here. And so the last time was a long, like eight years ago. So it's been really fun to spend the whole, I guess, month and a half now up here and yeah back home i mean it's it's strange i was looking back and you know you've run you've started hard rock three times and your last finish is a decade ago yeah like it's hard to imagine yeah, that no, dude. it's crazy <laughs> uh you know i've got a bunch of questions kind of on relating to that like first is like what do you what have you been up to in life of late i mean in, yeah. yeah yeah it's been you know everybody's going through a lot of changes lately yeah <laughs> global pandemic and everything um but, you know, even before that, I started kind of changing things up a little bit because in 2019, I decided to go to engineering school mm -hmm. and I moved to Bozeman, Montana for that. Um, and so I was kind of stepping a little bit back from training and racing for that. And then there was a pandemic on for like two years. And so I've still been like training and staying fit, but also focusing a lot on other things. Um, in addition to engineering school, I've also started this running camp, which is like this climate change education and action camp that we do here in Colorado, mm -hmm. um, which we did our first one last year and our second one's coming up right after hard rock. And awesome. so, yeah, it's been really great. It's been fun to do some different things. It's been, I'm like a lot, I'm really busy now and it's like bumming me out. You <laughs> know? Like I don't want to be like super busy, but I totally am, but I get to do good things and I'm grateful for that. Mm -hmm. And you're still rolling along with the engineering school. Yep. Yep. I'm, I'm hanging in there. <laughs> How much longer? Uh... I think I've got about three semesters because of the running camp that I do. It's now a nonprofit. And so that's like taking on a become a lot more work mm -hmm. and been really interesting and exciting. But it's it's like I've had to take fewer classes at school. So um, in order to stay sane, I'm trying to like spread it out a little more. So you're being yeah. reasonable. Yeah, at a least a little, little bit. bit. I am about to run 100 miles in the San Juans, which is maybe not I, super I retract reasonable. my statement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I mean. You've been coming here to Hard Rock for a long time. Like, what, what, why is Hard Rock still special to you? Yeah, I mean, for me, Hard Rock is where it started. Like, I'm from Durango, just mm -hmm. an hour south of here. Um, and I volunteered at Hard Rock when I was 17. And, like, that's where I was introduced to the sports. And it's like, ever since then, Hard Rock has kind of represented, like, a lot of, like, the style of how mm -hmm. I want to be a runner. It's like, it's about, sort of about competition, but that's really secondary to, like, the experience that you have in the mountains and the challenge and also, like, the, relationships you build by like mm -hmm. really struggling and pushing yourself in this amazing place with other people um and that's always really inspired me so i've i like i realized recently like i've literally been at every hard rock since 2008 the only time i wasn't here was in 2020 when they didn't have an, an event so yeah. so yeah that's a lot of hard rock yeah and it's fun i'll keep coming back you know i'm I, I was here when i was 17 i ran it first when i was 20 I'm 31 now, and I hope that I'm like volunteering or racing when I'm 51 or 61. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hearing like your connections and experiences here, like reminds me, like it's a the it's part of it being so small and like yeah. sort of spread out is like I feel that there's like intimate moments, whether it's with another runner 
or at an aid station, like you really connect. Yeah person to person absolutely a couple times each race yeah i mean that's the nature of our sport in general mm -hmm. is that you're really pushing yourself and in, in in like these often wild places and like there's so many more variables than just competition mm -hmm. so you end up like like really connecting with people who you share these challenging experiences with and hard rock probably more so than most events that i know because these mountains are bigger and wilder and higher and the race is harder than many others and also i think hard rock really works hard to develop this family atmosphere and keep it small and keep it personable. And that, mm -hmm. that really comes through when you race it. Yeah. Uh, there is however racing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you wouldn't be up here training hard June 1st, uh, but your, your season seems to have started well. Like you ran in one canyons by UTMB 50 K and had a strong yeah. run at Zagama, I would say. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, I got 11th at Zagama and everybody's but, like, great job, Dakota. And I'm like, yeah, I did a good job. I mean, it's 11th. It's okay. It's pretty good. But I, I, I was happy with it for myself. Like after a whole semester of like working hard at school yeah. and um, running footprints. Um, and especially if you're aiming toward the hard rock for your season, yeah. that's a short, fast race. Yeah. You know, I've, it's been like kind of a tough winter and spring for me, just like kind of personally, like mm -hmm. trying to figure out how I don't know, just personal life stuff. Yeah. I was having like probably some mental health stuff and like having trouble sleeping. Um, but being able to be back in the community really helps me. And, you know, Zagama is really fun. Like if you know this race, it's, it's total chaos. And I had, I also hadn't run that race in, in a decade. And the last time I ran it, it was like raining and snowing. And this time it was beautiful. And, yeah. Like, so anyway, it's been really fun to like be racing again. Yeah. Like, and to be feel like I'm fit and, and you do feel like you're, Yes. You're pretty, pretty strong. I think that if I'm able to recover from the training I did for hard rock, <laughs> I think I'll be more prepared than ever. Um, yeah. I'm feeling pretty tired still and I have a week or so to go. So I'm, I think I'll be okay. And you've but, been in the 25 hours range. Yeah. So totally think you can run a little faster than you have in the past. Yeah. With experience I'm, and fitness. I'm capable of it. Yeah. Um, it's like, <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I feel like I'm such a sandbagger sometimes because I like don't have the confidence to be like, oh, I'm going to go hard, you know, and I do want to do well. But I honestly think that the way that I will do well is by like trying to let go of the competition, because for one thing, like Killian Francois are here. Yeah. The rest of us are racing for third. We all know that. And so then <laughs> if I can realistically let them go, then I might not blow myself up in the first half yeah. of the race. And if I think that if I'm able to run a consistent race and I'm able to be like rested and prepared for this, like. I think I'm capable of under 24, now, but I think that's really ambitious and I don't want to think about that until like 70 miles or something, right? Yeah, but you have to put yourself in that position and it's not by running faster earlier. I think it's so, yeah. by running, you know, running your own race. Yeah, exactly. I just want to be able to like feel like I ran a consistent race um, and that like doesn't necessarily mean a consistent pace because sometimes you're walking it super slow and sometimes you're running downhill fast but for me it's like consistent energy wise and like consistent the intensity yeah. yeah and like the one literally the one 100 mile race i ever did that i actually felt like i did well was i'm tough in idaho in 2020 mm -hmm. and that was like i very intentionally went out super conservatively and like tried to just run very consistently all day and i did and I got second, and Jason Swarov smoked me by an hour, but he's really, really good, and that's fine. And I had a good time, and that's what I want to do here. I want to enjoy it. I love these mountains, yeah. man. Like, I want to. I don't want to like drive myself into the ground like by like fifty miles, and then yeah. have to like slog it in, and be miserable. Yeah, I don't want to see you looking like shit at Telluride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I don't want to feel that way. <laughs> nice, nice. 
Um, so you've got a couple projects on, uh, kind of for a long time, like you've been, you, know, you talk about your connection with the mountains here and like the environmental impact of the sport and, totally. and your activity in it is important to you. And now you know, you're working with normal and you're doing the footprints camp. Like, yeah, like you're kind of uh, doing more like directly in that world right now. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, I feel like that's more important to me than like competition. Um, you know, like I want to be a part of the sports and I feel like I've, I mean, I've been here, what, 14, 15 years and I've have great connections and I know everybody and it's fantastic. And now I want to like use these connections in the sport to try to like protect the places that we play, because not only is that going to make the sport more sustainable so that we can continue to yeah. do this forever, but also it, you know, the worst thing that's going to happen with climate change is not that we can't run or bike or ski. It's, it's a lot larger than that, but as trail runners, we have a shared interest and a strong community so we can make a difference. Yeah. So I'm trying to address that, you know, footprints. It's like, this is my nonprofit. We're trying to take direct climate action with normal. It's like this really cool opportunity for me to learn from Killian Journey and like all the incredible people he's got on his team about how to try to use business as part of the solution. Yeah. Because it has to be. And on the footprints, I say direct action, but is, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, it's kind of like, bringing in younger advocates and kind of giving them the, the tool set and skills to exactly. to make that change. Yeah. So for footprints, it's a week long running camp and it last year was like kind of college age this year. It's all ages. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. And, um, so basically every person who wants to come to the camp, they apply and they say, this is a project for my community. This is how I want to address climate change where I live. Mm -hmm. And we choose the ones we think have the most opportunity for impact. And we pair them with a mentor who's like an expert who's literally works professionally in a field related to that project. And they work together on the project through a whole uh, series of exercises and curricula that we build, nice. which I'm actually working on constantly right now. Like right it's now. It's stressing me out. You could probably walk in the room and yeah, see it, your laptop open. It's crazy because it's like, I'm not an educator. I'm not a climate change expert. Um, and that stresses me out all the time because I'm like leading this camp that's all about those things. But it's okay because I've got the people who are. Mm -hmm. like, I'm You're providing putting, a framework yeah, and opportunity. I'm putting the people together. Mm -hmm. And I have so many great educators and climate uh, scientists and just like... You know, community yeah. activists helping me out, so it's been really fun. So on the mentor side of things, like it's interesting. Like you started in the sport, you yeah. know, coming out of high school essentially, basically. Uh, and so you're the mentee, yeah, kind of by necessity at that point. Have you started taking on like being a mentor to other runners, like in your I, everyday life? I mean, I'd like to. Yes, yeah. I. I mean, in footprints is probably the best example yeah. of that. Is that yes, I've got all these people coming to me for help, and even though I'm not directly providing that because I'm not the expert yet um you know i'm putting them together and i'm providing that framework um i don't know i think it takes a certain amount of confidence that i'm still trying to develop to be like i don't know i'm the established runner and i can help you out and i think it's true yeah i've been here a lot i've done a ton of races i know how to like work with brands and all this stuff i think i can help you know what's worked and what hasn't yeah and i, I want to like help the younger generation mm -hmm. and it's been kind of fun like especially because i'm in engineering school and i'm like 10 years older than everybody else and I naturally cross paths with other trail runners mm -hmm. who are like 19. And so eventually we start talking about this and I, I feel like I'm able to provide some, I don't know, mm -hmm. insights or experience. Nice. It's less formal though. <laughs> so well, right on. Yeah. I'd be into helping out. Uh, if I could somehow, maybe someday. Well, it's been fun watching your, your journey with, with trail running and ultra running nice. and the hard rock for a long time. Yeah, well, it's been fun. Like, <laughs> you've been with me from the beginning. I feel like we did an interview literally in 2011 for my first hard yeah. rock. So. <laughs> we almost decided to, to do an interview, put some chairs in the street, and we have 
we could have because I've not seen a single car drive by during yeah, this whole interview. Just like the old times. Silverton is still a <laughs> wonderfully sleepy little town. I know. Well, uh, good luck this week or next weekend and Thanks, uh, have fun out there. Yeah, yep. I'll see you out there.